So we're joined by celebrity chef Nigel Barden. Welcome. Hi there. How are you? Yeah, remarkably well. Uh, eating well. Uh, and, um, uh, yeah, it, obviously Brits have fallen back in love with cooking during lockdown. So there are some good things to come out of these very surreal times. And I must just say, we've worked together before at the uh, Gaddesden Gallop um, near Ashridge. And hopefully we'll be able to do that again um, in the future. We have, and we also, uh, very sensibly, we didn't run the Gadsden Gallop, but we uh, we actually commented uh, commentated on it between us um, as all the runners started off and did between. It was a there's a three k and a ten k, uh, and uh, it, it's it, we had a good, really good community gathering. So it's always been good to to share a mic with you, Phil. I have to say, an honour. Thanks for joining us today. And um, could you start by telling us uh, what research shows about people's lockdown cooking habits, then, Nigel? Well, we have been cooking more during lockdown and we've been more adventurous, which is hurrah. And we've actually uh, been better to improvise. So if, for instance, you couldn't get a piece of cod, people, if they've got some uh, haddock or coli or hake, other dumb fish, then they've been prepared to not put, it's not going to put them off. They're still going to have a go. Um, uh, And I think that it is something that we have, gone back into the kitchen and, and spent more time cooking than we have done for a long, long time and fallen in love with it as well. A third, 36% of respondents to this um, campaign and the research have said that uh, they wanted to go out and cook more. They wanted to also eat uh, more healthily. 25% of Brits said they tried to eat more healthily during lockdown and will continue to do so afterwards. That was quite interesting. It's a bit like the drink side. You either thought, oh, I'm going to drink more or less. But actually, more people, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But more people have started to have, have drunk less and probably it's quality rather than quantity. Appreciate it more, but drink less of it. And obviously getting into that exercise regime. But uh Cooking-wise, yeah, definitely. I mean, fish was difficult for the UK uh, fishing fleet to start with because they're export markets and we export 70% of our seafood. We also ironically import 70%, but that's mainly cod and haddock for uh, fish and chips because 25% of us eat it on a regular basis. But a lot of our great sea uh, fish or seafood and, and our shellfish goes to markets like Italy, Spain, Portugal, France, and also further afield to China. They love our brown crabs. Um, but now it's available to us. And I think the key is that we really start backing our fishing community, but also it's very nutritious. And if you get it, if you got develop a good uh, relationship with your fishmonger, that's important in life. What about sustainability? I mean, people aren't necessarily aware of that in the UK and in St. Albans, maybe, when it comes to buying fish. No, it, it's it's less so than you think. Um, uh, in, say, St. Albans and, and in... Yeah, and for instance, in Southern Albans, it's about 19% of people uh, who say that they know how to pick sustainably, which I think is, is it's a good stat in that it, we can increase it from there. Um, and also 22% of people uh, know where their food comes from and wish to know. So I think provenance, sustainability, traceability uh, is important. And there's no doubt, again, in lockdown, uh, 50% of Brits said that they wanted to uh, buy locally. They want to support British producers um, and I think that's got to be a good thing and an ongoing thing. And the way we've been shopping, obviously online um, is important, but maybe less so for fresh ingredients. So if you can go and support your butchers, your fishmongers, um, or if you've got no fishmonger, then the fish uh, wet fish counter in your supermarket, then please do so. But I think it's something that we 
are looking to eat uh, more healthily and fish comes right into that. And also, it's, the thing is, we're slightly, as an island race, we're slightly frightened about you know how to cook fish and what to do with it. So don't worry about that. Get your fishmonger to do all the hard work, all the uh, descaling, the filleting, the gutting, the pin boning, and just so you've got a lovely piece of fish, a fillet of fish. could be a megram sole or a coli or a hake. Um, and then you can cook it quite simply and let the flavours come through. What are your favourites then, uh, Nigel? And how easy is it to cook with these fish generally? And maybe you've got a few tips for us. Yeah, well, I have to say, again, uh, I'm, I'm from the north of England, so I'm quite careful with my brass, as they say, where I'm from. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. things like herring, yeah, herring and mackerel particularly. Mackerel's a great fish, a really oil, oily uh, fish. It's high in all the omega omega fish oils that we really know are going to be good massaging our hearts um and you can get a, a fresh piece of uh, mackerel it's a great thing but you don't need to overcomplicate it you could simply grill it um or pan fry it or if you cook it in a in a, a bag uh, on papillot as we rather pontily called it in our french terminology but basically you just wrap the fillet of mackerel um in some uh, baking paper uh, with the lemon juice, squeeze that. You can put white wine in there. You can put cider, beer. You can put apple juice, um, some fresh herbs. Thyme's very good uh, with fish and salt and pepper. And just leave it in a 180C oven for about 15 minutes. Check it after 10. Um, and then that should be... And then this gorgeous aroma comes out. And as you open it on the table and undo the bag, it's a lovely piece of theatre. Um, but you can cook it that way, or you could do it... I've done it different ways during lockdown. I did it with a teriyaki, with a pickled veg and rice salad. That was from Joe Pratt from her Flexible Pescatarian book. And Mitch Tonks, who's a great uh, seafood ambassador, he's got a marvelous recipe um, with potatoes and thyme. It's where you bake it in the oven. Uh, and if you go to the uh, website Fish is for Dish, there are literally hundreds of recipes there, really straightforward to follow. And they, they grade them uh, from easy peasy upwards. And I like anything that's easy peasy. But if you've got a good piece of fish, let that sing out. Don't overcomplicate it. But you can cook it in different ways so the different members of the family would enjoy it. So if you've got younger children and, and they put with breadcrumbs and cheese on the top, um, that's a grand, a, that type of bake is often something that all the family can tuck into. All right. So for our Radio Verulam listeners then, uh, where do we go for more information? Uh, for our listeners, Seafish um, are the campaigning, they're the governing body behind this campaign. Uh, but Fishes for Dish is the one. Uh, there are hundreds of recipes on there. Uh, See for Yourself is the campaign, SEA, that's a good pun, can't let that get in the way of things. Uh, And there are hundreds of recipes, as I say, on Fishes for Dish, um, from really easy uh, to slightly more complicated, but it's all about great fish and sustainably caught and also at good prices. But you're lucky, we are in the St Albans area, I'm not a million miles uh, from St Albans, and there's some great fishmongers, uh, Westerns, uh, Radlett, uh, The Fisher, um, in Market Street in Watford, uh, in Hatfield, we've got Hammersley and Son. We've got Kay Ashley on the Mall in Luton, uh, Nat Jacobs in uh, North London in Edgware. So go and really look after your fishmongers. I mean, go to your supermarket and, and frequent the uh, fishmonger slab. But it's all important that we do support our fishmongers and they'll help us know what it's all about. Ocean Fish in Luton, Manny Bartnett in Edgware. They're out there. Go and find them. Thanks a lot for joining us, Nigel Barden there. Well, it's a joy as ever. Take care, my friend.